0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Society Talks. I'm Joe Lorenzo and I'm here with Miguel Chavez. Hi, Miguel. How are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm great. So, first things first, I mean, obviously, we're doing this remotely. We're not together. I, I do this in a studio in Hollywood, but that was pre COVID. Unfortunately, so I prefer to be the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, how yeah. are you doing through this entire Thing. I mean, what are we in, month nine or 10 now at this point? How are you doing? Oh Everything. my God, uh,
1: that's insane. We're in like month nine. I'm doing, you know what, for the most part, I'm doing really well. I do have uh, a pretty solid routine. I wake up, I exercise, I meditate, and I just try to keep myself busy in that way. And I also uh, just do that um, to keep it going. Overall, I'm doing really well. I think, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I've done some pretty good, great stuff during this quarantine
0: just getting back into exercise what about you how, how have this been for you so that's amazing i too have been doing what i call a prison workout i've never been to prison but I <laughs> that this is what it's like because i i because at first i you couldn't order and you couldn't get things like they were so bad yeah. like weights and things oh, like 100%. that so i didn't have any of that so i was doing yeah. everything like body weight stuff and and doing it the best I could. But now now i have some of that stuff so yeah the same thing I mean, look, I'm in Los Angeles and as are you, I know, I know, but, and they've loosened some things up, like, you know, and and outside dining and things like that. Um, But I'm still being cautious, you know, I mean, we're still doing what we need to do and wear masks and all that good stuff. I mean, yes, it is month nine at this point and it's just, Mm. it's it's insanity. The worst thing for me, and I'll ask you this question, was it started... I was quarantined um, for about fifteen weeks on the East Coast with my dad and I was lucky oh, okay. enough to do that because he was by himself. But oh, of course yeah. I, yeah. my mental health was something that I really had to oh, work yeah. on. And how did you
1: feel? Yeah. Same way. And you know what? Um, sounds like your dad's okay, which is great to hear. Do you have any family out here in uh, California by any chance? I have, I have none. Everybody's in New Jersey and and oh, Florida. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's a sim- very similar process. I think with this quarantine, what happens is for people, all of the issues that we have that have been laid dormant come out, mm-hmm. I believe, because we have to face what's going on because we can't um, escape via all the other shit we do. Right. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And it happened to me too. I think just anxiety that I had um, deep down in my body came out and I had to handle all that. But as I mentioned earlier, what really helped me is exercise. You know, my I have a really solid exercise routine and meditation. I started doing ice baths again and I did one this morning that was intense. But uh I'm sorry, say what warm. you do what what ice baths. What's that? So uh, pretty much what I use instead is my pool because in the morning the water's freezing. But just get any pool of water, whether in a tub or in a bucket and, and just take an ice bath. So just take a bath in ice cold water, you know, try to stay in cold water for at least a minute to three minutes and today i did one minute yeah
0: what in the fuck (laughs) does that that do
1: for you you know what it helps with uh my anxiety because sometimes i feel like my brain's on fire so it just cools down my body it's really good for uh um muscle restoration you know after your workout helps uh speed up that process there's a lot of benefits and overall i also just feel insanely proud of myself because i did Mm -hmm. something i didn't want to do and that Feeling of a feeling I carry with me um, for the rest of my day because it's like if I can do that, I can do this. You know, it's 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 psychologically and physically and emotionally um, gratifying at the end, but it it, it sucks. You know, it,
0: it can very be very interesting, and I'm going to probably just take your word for it.
1: Yeah, you should do it once, Joe. You should try it once.
0: Oh, my God. I don't know. Miguel, I don't know. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that you're, you know I mean, like mentally and everything is going well. So Thank let's just get right into it. Let's we'll start at the beginning. Where did you grow up? Where were you born? You know, I uh,
1: grew up in Rancho Cucamonga, Southern California. I grew up there most of my life. Uh, pretty much what happened was I lived in a town called La Puente. But it was more of a lower income Latin neighborhood. My folks wanted me to have a better education, so we moved to a more affluent uh, suburban neighborhood called Rancho Camonga. I lived there for most of my life. I went to high school at Los Osos High School. I was a band geek for nine years. I was a drama geek. Um, after that, I went to film school and after film school, I uh, you know, just decide, uh, you know, I decided to uh, pursue acting. I've always wanted to be an actor. Since I was thirteen, mm-hmm. however, my notion of wanting to go to drama school straight out of high school didn't happen for me. And you know, it just my career to getting my my first role in a TV show was just not what I expected. But that's like the cliff
0: notes of my uh, life, so to speak. Yeah, I know Rachel Cucamonga. First of all, I actually love the name of the town, and well, I, I hate, hate the name.
1: Hate <laughs> it. It's it's too many syllables, Joe. It's Rancho Cucamonga, like. That's it, that's-
0: that's why I love it. There was like an really? ad I lived, early on. I lived in Studio City and then when I first got out here and I, I heard an ad for like, I don't know whether it was like a car dealership or something, but I always heard the name and I was like, God, I love that name. Then cut to about four years ago, I did this for my ex and he's now an ex as of February, but um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, 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 I'm sorry. Congratulations is the word. Oh, before. good for you. I have a having in mind. But um, I moved to Fontana for him. You did. He, he grew, grew up for him. He grew up, we lived in North oh by Summit high school, but he grew up in that area. You went to Walnut high school, all that stuff. Oh my God. And so people were like, you're going to hate it because I am, I'm an East coaster. I'm a city boy. I love LA. Oh, yeah. um, and I did not hate it. I actually really, really, really? liked it. It wow. was suburbs out there, you know, so rancho's the same thing. Um, yeah. But it the people are nice and it was, you know, it's different living than right in Los Angeles. Properly. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. That's funny. So were you, um, so you lived in Fontana?
0: Were you commuting to LA? So I didn't do it every day, but I I would take actually they took the train to Union Station, which I really loved. So I, I don't mm, like to no, drive. Cool. So especially I don't like to drive in Los Angeles. So I would take the train in to Union Station, and then I would take um, you know um, uh, Uber or something to my offices in Manhattan Beach. But I didn't do it every day. You know, I okay. could go home. I could if I was doing a casting session. Obviously, I had to go in those kinds of things. Uh, right. Also, if I did commute. I was I had the liberty of doing it, like, let's say at 10 o'clock in the morning and not 8 a.m. in traffic, you know? Right. So, so, yeah, and it would really only take, like, 45 minutes. I mean, I do drive a little fast. But, yeah, That's it wasn't bad. bad. That's and not bad I for really, California. I really didn't. I liked Rancho. I liked um, Fontana. I liked, I liked that whole area. It really was nice. It just got really hot. In the oh, it gets, it gets gnarly. As a yeah. matter of fact,
1: like, I'm still out in Rancho right now. Okay. You know, so I can, yeah, my folks, you know, mm-hmm. during this quarantine, I you know, just be with my family right
0: now. I'm at point. And yeah. I mean, alone that's- so like I was saying with my dad, so it's yeah. smart to do that because it's time. That's, so I think that's like the silver lining to, the, to this COVID. Oh, yeah, this, the, you're never going to get that back. I'm, I'll never get those 15 weeks back. You know, like the, I would have never done that normally just off at a whim or something, spend right. 15 weeks with my dad, you know, I mean, we have our own lives and things, but I, I, I really, I'm thankful for that. And I, I'm, I'm assuming you are too. Do you have a big family? I do.
1: You know, I'm the oldest of three. My sister lives on her own. My brother's in the house. Our cousins here with us and my folks, you know, obviously they're with us as well. So yeah, I mean, I have a big family. It has definitely brought us together a lot. My little brother and I are playing Dungeons and Dragons now, which is tons of fun. So that's been really interesting bonding in that way. Nice. Uh, But, um... But yeah, I mean, how was, it, how was it with your dad? Did you guys get closer was, as a father-son? It was son? good.
0: I mean, he's a very particular and everything, but it's okay. I mean, it was good little right. legit, I'm telling you, the man's almost 70 and he's never cooked for himself ever. And oh my so God. I cooked for him. I did, you know, and he was higher risk. He's had some surgeries and he's had oh, some yeah. issues of or whatever. Course. But he's great. And it was, I'm telling you, but the, fun- the funniest part was, I mean, now we're kind of like, not that we know what it is or we got a handle on it, but I'm I've been tested several times now. I just just tested um, this week and yeah. negative and things like that. So we're doing I'm doing all that kind of stuff and that part. But in the beginning, we all had no idea what the hell this was. So I had to go to the grocery store. I didn't do that whole like you know the toilet paper craziness that everybody was doing. Right. But I did wear fully, fully um, like no skin showing uh, like <laughs> with a mask, gloves. And then when I came into the house, I kid you not, I came into the house. I did not bring the groceries in yet. My dad sprayed me down with Lysol. Oh, that's funny. And then I that's swear, this was the only time we did this. And then after that, we were like, all right, this is ridiculous, you know? Yeah. But we had no idea, you know? So I just, this is, I wish I had video of it. It was the most ridiculous thing. And, and I did it because I was like, look, I don't know what this is. And I wasn't afraid for me. I was more afraid for him. So...
1: Yeah, I have a question. Yeah. Is is your dad? Is you're from New Jersey? You said. Yeah. Is he very like New Jersey?
0: No, because he was born no. in Cuba. He was. He's, oh, okay. He came, he came over from Cuba when he was eleven. Wow. And he's not. I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, he's been now in Jersey for fifty-something years, but right. He's not. He doesn't talk like this or anything like that. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> and he doesn't have I doesn't have a Cuban accent either. But um, right. my sister now. And me, if I have a little bit too much wine, we still talking like we got some marbles in our mouth. Yeah.
1: Oh, so you – but you have that New Jersey umph to you then. Oh, for you sure. You sister. A, oh, it's
0: great. A, How many siblings do you have? Just my – just me and my sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So now you went to – so you said you went to high school and then you went to college. So when did you actually, like, start auditioning for, for projects and get well, – or get yourself an agent and everything and really take – Yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, – What happened to me right after film school, when I was in film school, I was like, okay, I'm going to audition for Juilliard. If I don't get into my dream school, I'm just going to pursue acting in LA. And I did not get into Juilliard. Mm. Uh, But what happened was I was in a theater company called Theater 68, lovely group of people. But at some point I was like, you know what? I know that I have to leave this company in order to move my career forward.
0: And wait, it was Theater 68. Was that in Los Angeles?
1: Yeah, it was in NoHo on Magnolia. You know Mm -hmm. where all the theaters are? Yeah, yeah. Does, was that Ronnie Marmo? Yeah, Ronnie's. Great no. Guy.
0: I have yeah. not heard that name in forever. When I first got out here, a friend of mine oh, that's funny. knew him really well from the East Coast. That's yeah. So oh,
1: yeah. Name. He's so East Coast. Yeah. He's definitely East Coast. Great guy. Yeah, but you know what? It was one of those things where I was like, you know what? I think it's time I leave. It, was, it, it became a comfort zone for me. Mm. And the question I was just asking myself constantly was, why the fuck am I not on Stranger Things? You know that was just that was like I want to be on those shows. I, I want to work, and I think when you're an so actor, so this was fairly recent. Pardon? This was fairly recent. If you're saying Stranger Things, yeah, this was like three and a half years ago. Yeah, okay. and um, and that's when I was like, what do I got to do to be a working actor? And I'll tell you what, Joe, uh, I am. I'm hungry. You know, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I'm the most talented actor, but I know for sure that I'm hungry. And it was one of those things where I worked backwards, like, what do I have to do to be a working actor? And that's where everything changed for me. And I just started hustling. And I was like, okay, if this podcast says that this audition audition coach is really great and I like their philosophy, I immediately went to them. There was, like, no hesitation. I have this motto that I live by called, be quick but not in a hurry. So with my career, I was like, okay, let's be quick. All right, so if these headshots are over here and I know my love, okay, let's get them if this audition coach has a great reputation and she can help in my career, let's do it. You know, there's no hesitation. There's no, eh, eh, no, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. That's good. And, and uh, eventually I, uh, got a meeting with my manager, Kim Matuka, she a talent, wonderful woman. And then from there, she got me meetings with agencies. You know how it goes. Eventually yeah. I got read by, by Ares talent agency, Rebecca Eck, who is a delightful woman. I'm just surrounded by powerful women pretty much. There we and, go. uh, I just started auditioning and auditioning and auditioning. And then eventually I booked uh, AP bio through Wendy O'Brien casting.
0: Wendy is a wonderful cast. She's amazing. Yeah.
1: She's so sweet. I
0: love her. Yeah. yeah. And does amazing, amazing projects. And but I want to, I want to get to AP bio cause it's such a great show, but well, thank you. And ironically enough, I was scheduling this, I don't know if I was scheduling it yesterday. I was talking to your, to your PR yesterday or something yeah. and legit, I always keep the TV on cause I'm working at home from home, but, and on, um, uh, the screen on Kelly Clarkson show was Glenn Howerton. Swear. Oh, he was on Glenn. He, he was Glenn on, on uh, Kelly. No, oh, cool. That's yeah. Awesome. It was so funny. And he was talking about AP bio. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm interviewing Miguel. So and we'll get to that. But was yeah, that, yeah. that wasn't your very first job. Was it? You know what? Um, no, actually I, uh, while I was building my acting
1: career, I was a stunt man doing non-union work. Oh, okay. So uh, it was one of those things where I, was like, why don't I, I I knew the stunt teacher from film school because I hired him as my stunt coordinator. And I thought well, this would be cool to do, you know, just for fun, uh, try stunts. So I was doing stunt work. Okay. Uh, you know, learning that trade, doing non-union work, which is a bit more sketchy because it's non-union obviously, but I had a ball. It was great. Um, they, they would give me parts. If they liked me, they would. Hey, it will give you some lines. You can be this henchman that gets his ass booked, you know? Um, I booked this other pilot that never went nowhere. Uh, So small stuff like that I was doing before I booked uh, Eduardo on AP Bio.
0: Got it. And now um, AP Bio is now on Peacock, but it was on NBC. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me. uh, First of all, talk to me about who who do you play? What's your role? And then we'll talk about the new Peacock, which I actually really enjoy. I think they're doing a good job.
1: Oh, they so are really doing high.
0: great. So I
1: play Eduardo. Eduardo is a student in uh, the show AP Bio. Pretty much the show's about uh, Mr. Griffin, played by Glenn Howerton, who he uh, gets fired from Harvard, and he ends, he ends up having to teach at his old Toledo High School, um, where he used to go to school. Does that make okay. sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I just play one of his students, and I'm and my character, Eduardo, is a really nerdy, little, very introverted, nerdy, but loyal kid. He loves his best friend, Victor. They get in shenanigans together and Eduardo really wants to get a girlfriend and he goes through um, the craziest uh, things to learn how to attract the opposite sex. But overall, he's a really great kid. I I love Eduardo. He, he, he makes me melt.
0: Okay. Now it's, so now it was on NBC and now it's on Peacock. Why did they make the change?
1: You know what happened was we were on NBC, how unfortunately we got canceled by the show. Got it. But the lovely Pat and Alice Walt uh, Glenn Howerton, they uh, went on their social medias to, uh, you know, rally the troops, the fans, so to speak. And Mark right. Hamill, uh, Luke Skywalker, he's a huge fan of the show. And he tweeted, hey, what's up with AP Bio being canceled? Bring it, save AP Bio. So there's this whole save AP Bio campaign on social media. And then we got the message uh, that AP Bio was going to become Peacock's like debut comedy show, part oh. of their debut comedy slate. So we got picked up by their
0: by Peacock, which is NBC's uh, new online platform. Nice. And, and so that was second season or third? What season was third that? Third season. That
1: third season. Yeah. So I got cast in the second season and okay. we filmed uh, the third season
0: under the Peacock umbrella. Got it. And do you know if there's going to be a fourth? I do not know. I hope so. Yeah, we all hope so. It's a funny show. It's a great show, yeah. And he did, I didn't know that he did, Glenn did, it was like 13 or 14 seasons or something like that of It's Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. They're still going. Yeah. They are. That's a really good show.
1: So he's doing both. Yeah, he's doing both. I think he took a little bit of time off to do,
0: commit more to AP. Got it. But yeah, he's doing both. And now, what is it that you like playing about the like dorky introvert, or how you know how you described
1: Eduardo? You no, know, that's a that's a great question, and I'll, I'll get a little honest and personal. It's one of those things where when I play characters like Eduardo or any other character that falls into that umbrella of insecure nerdy, I have to literally like confront the things that I've run away from within myself, or that I have to, um, or that I thought that you know I've resolved. I'm finally this version of myself, not that version. I have to go back and, and and open those areas of my heart again to play them because otherwise my ego will get in the way and I just yeah. have to constantly like be vulnerable to play those characters because I understand them really, really well. Does that answer your question? Yeah. So that's I think yeah, that's the
0: beautiful thing about playing those characters for me. Yeah, I mean I think that it's it's so I look actors have to pull from things that they know or just go completely outside of their comfort zone and find it somewhere, Yeah, you know? Um, so I, I always ask that question, like, what's so fun about playing it or what do you love about playing it? And I think, yeah, that's like, yeah it's very honest. So what is something that you want to play? Like, so you, we're doing stunts. Can you, you can say like to, uh, to casting or whoever, you can say, look, I can do my own stunts. Is that how that oh, works? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, my reps let them know, and then the show will know eventually. Like, AP Bio knows that I can do my own stunts, and this season, I was supposed to do my own stunts for uh, episode nine of the show, but then COVID happened, so we only became an eight-episode season. So stunts know. um, I mean, sorry, my reps will either tell production, or if I'm on the show for a while, they'll just know by proxy by me telling them, and they'll find a way to put my stunts in. What the hell were you... What what were you going to do a stunt on AP Bio? Aren't you like in a classroom most of the time? Yeah, no, that's a great question. It was going to be more... They just wanted me to do a roundhouse kick. So I was wow. supposed to kick this... Uh, this like apples for a really funny episode. And uh, what ended up happening was COVID happened, obviously. But I, I still had to train anyway. I was like, okay, we're going to shoot this. Give me the props beforehand. I spoke with the director, the showrunner, and we just went over my choreography. I spoke with the stunt corners. Okay. So we're we going to do this and, you know, just making sure to do splits every day before the shoot, uh, a lot of prep just for a really simple uh, roundhouse, but even the simplest things I want to be ready for, because I don't want to hold production back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a dream job that you would love? I mean, either something that's on right now or something that, you know, maybe they haven't made yet. That's a hard um,
1: question, Joe. I think, uh, for me, it's a mixture of two things. Uh, to, to be a detective on a Nick Pizzolato show would be amazing. Do you know who he okay. is, by any chance? Yeah, he wrote True Detective, mm-hmm. you know, those shows. But also, I think, <laughs> to be honest, in this career path, I try to um, have a mindset of, and I learned this from Oprah, let your career blossom in front of you rather than having expectations. So I just try to be surprised by the roles I get and be grateful for those. However, I will oh, yeah. say this. I do want to be number one on the call sheet, obviously, for – Actory reasons but also because you know i've been on enough sets where i think you know what i, I would do this differently and i just want to i know that if i'm number one on the call sheet i'm going to make my whole cast feel loved i'm going to make the crew feel loved We're going to lead and i'm going to fucking lead this movie or show with the directors with the director to just
0: give it something good for the audience does that answer your question it does and i want to explain so number one on the call sheet for people listening is that you know it's a call sheet basically is that what, you know, your call time that when you have supposed to show up and where you are and they were at base camp, like where all these different things are yeah. it's really detailed thing that is sent to you usually the night before really. Um, and, and, and interesting, basically what you mean by that is, you know, they're, they're, you're numbered. So let's say you're on... Let's say you're doing a movie with Angelina Jolie. Let's say you're doing Maleficent, right? Yeah. Angelina Jolie would be number one on the call sheet because she is Maleficent. And then it would go based on sort of order of appearance or uh, the size of the role, basically. And so that's what that means. And I have to say it's It's a, such a great answer because but I want to say this and this is not to deter you, believe me and I'm not to not to it's, it's not negative either but oh, yeah. the Hollywood reporter does roundtables with actors I don't know if you've ever seen them but oh, yeah I've seen them yeah they're they're awesome and so one of them Christine baransky said she said I think she was like six she's like sixty or something or she's in her sixties and she said it's the very first time for the good fight you know the spin-off that she did from The Good Wife That's a yeah. CBS all actors it's the first time she's ever been number one on the call sheet. Yeah, in her no. in her career, which is insane. Because if you look, think of Christine Baranski; she's oh, she's brilliant. so much. Yeah. But and I understand your 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 zest for wanting to do that, and and, and I, yeah. I appreciate the fact that if you are, then you're going to you know let it trickle down to everybody else, no matter yeah. whether they're seventy on the call sheet or oh, not. Yeah, no, I no, know. you're
1: good. I, I did not feel any ill will when he said that. You know, but
0: another well, actor that, one would be like hey, sixty three. I think
1: she's oh, like no, sixty something. you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think the same thing applies to Philip Seymour Hoffman. He he plays a lot. Well, rest in peace. But he plays a lot. He played a lot of weird, crooked characters, and he wasn't usually number one on the cast But everyone knew that he was just so freaking brilliant.
0: Probably, yeah, I would imagine so. And but maybe the only time he was was for Capote. Yeah, um, I was because, about to say yeah, Capote. Yeah. yeah yeah he was quite, he won the Oscar for that I think too before he yeah, passed he but yeah I, under, I totally understand what you mean and it totally makes sense so yeah. it's one the I mean it's just, it's just it's a
1: huge responsibility you know
0: yeah well but it's it's responsibility but it's like you said it's if you take it in stride and you do something with it and make sure yeah. that everybody feels comfortable I think that's great you know? absolutely um and be and, and and have empathy when you do it i think completely it,
1: it sets the tone it sets the tone yeah.
0: if if the lead is x
1: y or z and i think in some way it subconsciously affects everyone else in the cast so
0: yeah um i really what is, are you yeah. you know so now yeah and i know that like i mean because i have talked to a lot of agents and casting and whatever and i and everything's like back now really i mean yeah it's, but it's is, different back so, so yeah. i'm assuming yeah i'm assuming a lot of self-taping
1: auditions at home yeah a lot of self tapes. but you know what i yeah. have an attitude of when i'm in when if i'm in the office i love it i'm taking tape i love it it's just uh i just gotta focus on the text joe you know so i see the text in front of me yeah let's honor the text and let's let it rip and that's it yeah yeah yeah
0: well, i think that's good now oh, holiday season's coming up and yes, what are you doing out there in for halloween that's saturday
1: in Rancho, Cucamonga, Well, will tell you what, Joe. I really wanted to be
0: uh,
1: Senator Amadala for Halloween. Now, the Portman in the first Phantom Menace, you know, when, with the yeah. crazy makeup yeah. and the hair. That would have been fun. But I don't think it's going to happen because, I mean, no one's doing anything for Halloween, Joe. So, is I think it I'm canceled just gonna... out
0: there? Is it Pardon? canceled out there? Because they canceled it. Like, there's no trick or treating like in Beverly Hills, which I think yeah. is ridiculous. I'm like, Beverly Hills, what do they it's have to dumb. complain
1: about? Yeah, right. I mean I think I don't know if it's cancelled
0: per se, and over here I doubt
1: it's cancelled, but I mean my friends, they're pretty responsible people, and they're right. not gonna socialize and I'm not gonna socialize and I'm not gonna risk my family's uh safety. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna stay at home and chill out, maybe eat something
0: delicious. <laughs> That's about it. What about you, Joe? What are you gonna do? Well, my birthday's Monday, so and Happy birthday home- to you. Thank you, but this is, so I keep saying this, it's going to air afterwards, so it's not even going to matter, but, and everybody knows that I, re, I, re, I pre-record them. Anyway, but, um, so we're going to, um, my best friend's birthday is <clears throat> on Halloween, so we're going to do right. a very, I have a, actually a really large yard, and so we're going to do a very socially distant small gathering of people that you. we know have been it's smart insane. about things and quarantined and yeah. not really going out and going crazy, you know, so. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So that's what we're going to do. And I I and I so I I mentioned Maleficent and that's actually what I'm going to be. I have I've <laughs> full on yeah, I I have Full it. on makeup artist coming. I have like I I mean, it. Yeah, it's crazy. That is amazing. I mean, oh look. My God, I'm so excited. Are you going to post I, on your social media? You what? Are you gonna post that on your social media? For sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, I actually yeah. wanted to get to your social media, but yes, for sure. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll, I always, you know, I mean, I love, of course, I want the attention, but, um, <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, is you know, like I, I'm in sort of West Hollywood, um, like my address is LA, but I'm right in sort of West Hollywood, yeah. and they're not doing the carnival this year. They're not doing the parade where they've like you know, yeah. eight hundred thousand people descend on the boulevard and all that. But yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, you can't tell a gay man that he can't dress up for Halloween because I'm doing it. So. <laughs> uh, and so, it it. You have, I, I was like, you know what? It's nobody's really gonna see it, but like, I don't care. I was like, I just—it's creativity, creativity. Fun. I had to have some fun and, and be creative. And even the makeup, yeah. woman, like, it's been a minute since I've even been on set and things. She's like, so I'm down. Let's oh, do yeah. it. Oh yeah, and I'm
1: sure she does mostly like more vanilla type of makeup for shows. I mean, I don't know her
0: work. I don't know her personally or him personally, but her, Maleficent yeah. sounds exciting to do for makeup. It is, yeah. She's looking for like the cheekbones and stuff right now. But anyway, I digress. But let's. Uh, I want to say first. First things first. I, um, I wanted to bring back to Patton Oswald. So if you yeah. do go back to the show, please let him know that I'm a huge fan. I actually just watched. I will. I'll be gone in the dark, or they'll be gone in the dark, or something. There's a documentary that his late wife yeah. wrote a book about, and it's on yeah, HBO. Yeah. And yeah, I, just, I night. just finished it, and I loved it. And I, I love him too as an actor. I've seen him. He's in really Canada nice. Stuff, really but, nice man. Please, I mean he just tell him that he's amazing. Um but Absolutely. your social media, what is your social social media handles like um, on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter? so my Instagram handle is Miguel
1: Chavez himself. And my so Twitter is himself. Yes, and my Twitter okay. is one second, please, Miguelito uh, Forever with two R's. Okay. Yeah, and so then, then uh, are you active on Twitter or now? I'm 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 getting more active. You know, I my I got this now, so I, I feel like it's time I'm more active on the Twitter, and you know, so I will be. I, I'm pretty active on Instagram. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking trying. at it right now. Go follow everybody. Go follow at Miguel Chávez himself, Miguel with a G. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, you have. So here's the things you have to be. So years ago, I was a manager as well, and I managed. Yeah. Uh, great actors. One of them was Tyler Blackburn, who's now on Roswell, but he was on Pretty Little Liars. And when he yeah. got Pretty Little Liars, that show was a huge thing. Like they would have to live tweet and they would have to do all this stuff during the episode. The girls would have to, and then like, the guys started to have to do it. And so... I tell you, it, have, having him as a client, and then others, and then like on Nickelodeon shows and things like that, and that kind of right. grew afterwards. But I was taught based on like Warner Brothers saying, "This is what we need to do." So I was taught how the importance of social media of of course, through that and through, yeah. um, you know, through the through the network and the studios because they really do. I don't know if it's different for you. Let me know. But if they do require it almost like to say, you really, guys, yeah. you really should be posting that show, or you should be, you know, that kind of thing. Do they just Peacock? Do they, that?
1: they encourage it. I mean, I mean, Peacock's publicity team with AP bios, uh, publicity as well. They'll message my reps all the time. Hey, um, tell me go. We, we encourage him. So it's like, they're not it's like not you're forced to, but it's like, Hey, these are these handles, use these handles for AP bio. You have a live Twitter for the premiere of the season on this date. So, yeah, it, it's strongly encouraged that we do right. it.
0: Right. Well, we everybody do. go follow Mr. Miguel. It's Miguel Chavez himself yeah. on Instagram. Um, and, and definitely, you know, let us, for sure, I mean, post if you can, if, it, if there's a season four. It's a great show, AP Bio oh, on you. Peacock Network. How, would, how does one get Peacock? Can you explain that real quick? Well, Peacock – they just download the
1: app or – Yeah, you can download the app or you can just go online. Just type in Peacock – And you just, you know, create a login info with them and you'll be able to watch the show.
0: Great. That's great. Well, Miguel, I have to say it's been a pleasure talking to you and I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you so much. Likewise. And and hold it down there in Rancho Cucamonga. Will do. You as well. (laughs) All right, man. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And you can follow me at Joe underscore Lorenzo on Twitter and Instagram.